This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who, where we have made some changes where there are just now three supporting tiers, $1, $5, and $10, and where every Sunday at 5 and 10, you get a bonus episode of Says Who, and at the $10 level, every month you get a new sticker as a member of the Says Who Sticker Club. Who doesn't want that kind of shit in their lives? Patreon.com slash Says Who. Books. Read them. It makes you not be here. I've written some. Any will do. If you want mine, say you can find them. Sometimes truly devious. Maybe you want to pre-order the Box in the Woods, but it won't be out until June. But if you pre-order it, imagine how great that would be. Books, oh my God. Just read some books. Just read books. And and if you'd like some Says Who merch, go to merch.sayswhopodcast.com. There will be new 2021 slogan merch coming soon. That is if we come up with a slogan <laughs> for this year. Working on it. Merch.sayswhopodcast.com. Welcome to Says Who, the podcast that isn't a podcast. Are you there? It's a coping strategy. Good morning, Johnson. And I am Dan Sinker. Hey, Maureen, happy new year. Dan. Do you hear banging above me just real quick? There's Zoom school gym class happening. Uh, Could it be so many things? Are they in your house? (laughs) They are because they are a small child. Happy uh, new year, Maureen. We record this on Thursday, January 7th at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Yep. Um, we have a long history, we, Maureen, of poorly timed recording. And I'm going to just give us a little bit of credit for recognizing last week that maybe recording an episode due to come out on the 6th of January wouldn't be the smartest thing in the world. And that we would push it back and record a quick episode Thursday morning to release Thursday afternoon since it seemed like perhaps things, things might happen. Things things on might the be sixth. Might be busy. Yeah. Turns out. <laughs> Turns out. <sighs> Dan, I yeah. don't know. <laughs> We're not obviously this is not gonna be edited. Not much. Just, just. So if you, um, if you have been out of the loop, um, some things have happened. (laughs) (laughs) And it seems like today must slow down a little bit, right? Like I assume that. No, Maury, why did you say that out loud? (laughs) Why did you say that with your mouth? Hmm. Things will slow down today, Dan, for sure. No, stop it. 100%. 100% guarantee oh, that things word. will slow down today. 100% guarantee. The says who guarantee. Uh, so, so, Dan, just because. 
just because it's that this kind of day. And what? Right. Why are we even going to talk about this? Uh, it's just even just trying to find a. It's all right. It's like there is a a, a sheer wall of ice in front of us, and even trying to find a point to begin scaling right. it. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to scale this wall, Maureen. Dan, every journey begins with a single fall into a deep, deep, deep bottomless hole. <laughs> My God. I just, just a, a little headline flashed by, because we'll use this to loop back to, we'll do this like one of those movies that's like 24 hours earlier. You know what I mean? Like that kind of loop back. <laughs> I love that. Um Breaking Facebook blocks Trump for from accessing his accounts indefinitely. So they um they have indefinitely blocked him. Wow, good for well, them. That's just heroic. Twenty four hours earlier, um, <laughs> I you know Dan, let's just loop around a little bit more. And I don't know, sometime a couple weeks ago, right before Christmas, I was idly looking through. Netflix, and I saw this show called Designated Survivor mm-hmm. with Kiefer Sutherland. Now, I, I had no interest. I'd never even heard of it, but I am a real sucker for a big, like, explosive intro, okay. like, a, like an emergency where everyone has to run and grab their sure. phones and stuff. Like, I like that. So I'm into those scenes. So I was like... You like starting off with a bang. Well, yeah, I do. And so... It turns so I watched just the opening four minutes of the entire series of Designated Survivor. And let me tell you something. This show packs more intro into four minutes. This show's like, motherfuckers, we're gonna show you how it's done. You wanna set up a show? This is how you set up a show. And they it's a lot of life, Dan. It's it's extraordinary. It's um, I don't know, is it the worst show ever made? Unclear, but <laughs> The first four minutes, because I watched the rest of the episode and it just, it just devolves. But the first four minutes are dynamite, literally. This guy, he's like somewhere low down on the Washington chain. He's obviously on the, he's in, he's while the big state of the union's going on, or the, I think it's the state of the union. He has to sit somewhere, some other building because he's the designated survivor. He got told this morning. So he's just got to sit around in a, at a conference room. He's talking to his kids on the phone like, hey, look at my adorable children. His wife's like, I'm so supportive and I'm here too. And oh my God, popcorn. And we'll watch the State of the Union. 30 seconds in, all the cameras go dark. Secret secu- like sur- security comes running in there. Like, Grab your phone. Ah, da, da. He's like, what's going on? What's going on? And this phone's ringing. You know, there's confusion. He runs to the window and he opens it up and the whole Capitol just blows up. Whoa. And then... They, he's whisked off and they're like, sir, everybody's dead and now you're the president. Boom, four minutes, then the show begins. Now that's the beginning of that series. I found out that that series went on for three seasons and by the last season, sometimes it's like, president blah, 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 gets involved in a Twitter scuffle. So like, it clearly, like the stakes, when you set the stakes that high from the beginning, you gotta, you gotta you, it's hard. It's all downhill from there. Now, 24 hours or let's go 48 hours earlier, Dan. And let me ask you a question that when you were first thinking about uh, January 6th, did you you picture, um, did it meet, has, has, okay, more like a survey. 
did January 16th meet your expectations? Please fill out our survey. (laughs) I would say on my (laughs) prediction card, Mm -hmm. I was leaning heavily toward active battling potentially pitched outside of the Congress. It was clear that there was enough right-wing scumbaggery organizing that there was going to be more than a march, Mm. you know? And I assumed that the last stand would be held outside of the fucking United States Congress mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where I didn't really, I guess I just lacked imagination, mm. Mm. but I didn't quite imagine that instead of that happening, this angry mob, no would spoilers, just... no spoilers. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Would just happening. walk in. Yeah. That was the part that I think I I I lacked imagination for. Right. Well, Dan, um let's just roll back the tape a little tiny bit. And um let's go to say, oh, I can't I can't reference it because I just took the 2020 calendar down, but I did roll it up, put it in a tube and write 2020 on it, like it's some sort of <laughs> talisman. You archived it. Cursed object that at some point I may have to <laughs> crack just, it open and yeah, unfurl the scroll it. and be like, 2020, I summon 2020. Um, so I was in the final. So when you write a book, you go through many stages of various levels of edits. And I was in the final heavy. You were going to say stages of denial. (laughs) Well, oh, without question, you go through those two. I already went through those. Those that's already happened. I was in the final, final copy edit of the box in the woods. And it was due at like. It had to go in. It had to be reviewed and go into production on the afternoon of the sixth. So Mm -hmm. I was I had the, the kind of soft deadline to get it over to the editor who was going to review it before sending it over. It was around 11 a.m. on the morning of the 6th. Those of you who know what happened will, will, may already sense the problem. But, but obviously, the 5th was the Georgia runoff election. So I was already, and I got it back on the 23rd of December. So it, I was already balancing a lot because I, I was taking care of my family. I got home. I had to work very quickly. So by yeah. by the fifth, I was staggering around a little bit. Um, I was starting to go into a, a bit of a neurological flare. I was getting a little crumbly, a little painful, a little weak. I was in yeah. kind of I was tr- and I was trying to keep one eye on the Georgia stuff on that on the sure. night of the fifth. I was so kind of starting to get out of it by the night of the fifth that when I walked to Dexy in, at night and she quickly turned to to look at another dog, I fell over on the hard like sidewalk. Oh my. And um, I'm okay. I didn't break anything, but I went down pretty hard. And I, so I have a big bruise all along my hip. I kind of hurt my shoulder and my hands, but I didn't break anything. I just fell down and I was like, I need to go to bed. So 
I woke up on the morning of the 6th and I was like, all right, I have about three hours to power through these last however many pages and do all of the alterations that were still on my list. I was like, it's fine. I'll just keep one eye. That This whole election certification thing is just, it's going to be a pain in the ass. They're going to be dicks about it. Yeah. At some point, luckily on the night of the 5th, we did seem to get uh, the jo- so much has happened. It's, I feel like I'm just touching like, oh, and then the moon blow up, but we'll get to that. <laughs> so they were like, we'll get to the Georgia stuff. And I'm like, I'll keep one eye on this, on this certification thing. I kind of watched them. You know, I knew Trump was doing a speech. I was DMing with you. Yeah. And you're like, don't, don't look at it. And I was like, I just want to know if he's talking yet. Cause he would, he took a while. And you're like, yeah, okay, he he's was talking. Almost an hour late. Let's, let's jump to you, Dan, because you were watching. Let's go back to Dan for Dan's ca- Dan Cam. So they held, and when I say they, I mean literally the White House held a rally on the ellipse. So the, the, the lawn directly behind the back gates of the White House uh, with the White House in the background. And it was at the time. It seemed like the final curtain scene of a really shitty Wes Anderson movie where you get every character gets their little moment. Uh, There's retro music playing. And it it seemed sad and weird. You had the Trump boys speak. It was Eric Trump's birthday yesterday. Let's remember that part. You had uh, Kim Guilfoyle do her thing. You had Rudy speak. Rudy said that it was time for trial by combat. And the moment he said it, that felt like, well, Rudy, though, Rudy, clearly later, maybe a little less than oh, Rudy. Uh, and then Trump was supposed to speak and it took an hour. And at the time you were like, why is it taking so long? And I was like, I think he wants to be on when they're gaveling in the special session of Congress, um, which was happening at noon Eastern. So he didn't start until somewhere right before then. Uh, a lot of Elton John playing, a lot of uh, Journey. Okay, uh, you know that kind of Asterisk. that kind of vibe. You were you were saying to me, oh, there's a lot. I don't see Elton John telling uh, Trump to to quit it. He absolutely was like, why don't you get some fucking country star? Why don't you get a Ted Nugent or something? Leave me alone. <laughs> he definitely fired back. True. Spoke up, spoke up for my man, and he. Because he's also, Elton John is a real fucking funny guy. He he fired back funnily. And I think that telling him to go get fucking Nugent or some fucking country singer, that's <laughs> funny. He's like, why don't you get them? They'll do it. But uh, the, po- the point being is not to make a dig at Elton John, but just do to- we, like, Do we have agreement on this? I, <laughs> yes. I can't, I can't proceed I, until we do. Yes, except I think that they that they could actually make it so they do not play his music and they have not done that. 
I know that the various like the Tom Petty estate made it so they could not play Tom Petty music. And that like there are there are steps above a sternly worded letter. Asterisk, sure. asterisk. Elton John has now devoted his life to ending AIDS and has to sort of remain keep open diplomatic relations with a right. lot of go- governments. And I believe fully that that is why he does that, because he's like, I need to be able to talk to people right. in various governments because I'm trying to get. AIDS research. I'm trying to give money to AIDS research. The purpose of this color is not to uh, denigrate the good name of Sir Elton John, but I just instead needed to, to get in there. I, I, I get that. I get it. But instead, to simply paint the weird wedding DJ mm-hmm. cut rate milieu that this was all taking place under. Uh, at one point. My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion played literally the song from the Titanic movie. Yeah. Yeah. And it it did have an overwhelming feeling of just sort of a final stage moment. Uh, And then the president got up on stage and began ranting, began saying that there needed to be shows of strength. Uh, ranted against Mike Pence, who was supposed to be heading up the uh, joint session as the president of the Senate, uh, and then said that he was going to walk down Pennsylvania Avenue with everyone to basically show the the members of Congress where the real power lay. At that point, people began to march down Pennsylvania Avenue as the fucking president directed them. And uh, he, of course, fucked right off to the White House, did not go marching down. Reached Congress where there were some security fences up and some congressional police wearing like, you know, bright yellow pennies and not much else. And pushed through those barricades and got to the steps and then broke windows and then went inside fucking Congress. Okay, I'm gonna Boring pick up the mic again a little bit here. So I was uh I was writing and I you know that gif of Moss from the IT crowd typing and then looking over at the fire and then typing and looking over at the fire. I was doing that. So uh, I it seemed to me because I I was watching it and it hadn't what was surreal was that it wasn't on the news. Okay, so imagine this: Oscar's in the living room. He's where he where he works where his job is with all the screens up. You know, he's having meetings and stuff. I wander into the living room and I was like thinking to myself, they seem to be about to go under the Capitol building. I'm just going to turn on the television for a second and just turn on the TV. And it wasn't on any of the networks. And I was like, it really seems like they're going to go into Capitol, but I don't see why it's not in the news. Well, I mean, partially the reason that it wasn't in the news, because as that's happening, as Trump is speaking, as the Georgia results are finally being tallied, they are filtering now into Congress to start ratifying the election results. And that's what's on. Speeches are underway. Yeah, speeches are underway. And... They okay, so I watched it up until they did actually. I, yeah, I watched it up until they did. They did Alaska and they did Arkansas, I guess. 
Yeah, and then they got to Arizona. They got to Arizona. And then they, whoever it was, that that fucking guy stood up and gave his objection. And then fucking- Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. I don't think it was Ted. Was it Ted Cruz? Because I thought he just stood up in the background. I think it was the other guy who did it. No, Ted Cruz gave a whole big long ass speech about- I think that was when they separated, though. Oh, that could. I be. think the original objection was done by the other guy, which is where you Holly. just stand up and say, "Like I have an objection," and then yeah. all these dicks stood up, all puffed out, all big chest puffed out. Ted Cruz, they're all applauding, and every, you know, Pence just gives this like smile. So anyway, let's just flash back again because remember, everything is happening at once. This is like right. this is like love, actually. So. Is that what happened in Love Actually? I don't think so. I've never seen Love Actually. Oh, boy. We'll get there. So, in the, apparently, sometime in the morning, before the speech, Pence told Trump he can't stop what's going on. Not sometime in the morning. So, the night before, we'll flash back again. This is like a, it's like a Mobius strip of an episode. Uh, it was the night before. They had a meeting and Pence was basically like, I can't stop this. That got reported by The New York Times. Uh, Trump then issued a statement on the 5th. Dated January 5th, 2020, because that's the kind of attention to detail that these people bring to every fucking thing they do, including coups. Saying that, in fact, the New York Times reporting was false and that there's all of these things that Pence could do. That led into the speeches while Trump was still on stage, essentially at the point that he began doing the YMCA dance. Because that's what you do before storming the U.S. Capitol. Pence issues a written statement from his office saying that there is no there's nothing he can do. His Congress, his constitutional role is simply to approve the electors as they are presented to him for by the joint session of Congress. So even as Trump was on stage saying. Pence has to come through for us. Pence issues a statement saying he will not come through for us. So the entirety of what was about to happen in Congress was theater. No, no objection was going to be voted through and there was not going to be any uh, any chance that the vice president was going to throw anything out. Also, in his speech, in his weird rambling speech, Trump, for all intents and purposes, told the, the mob to go and bring him the head of Pence, like hunt him down like he was the most dangerous game. And they did. So Pence gets up there, a marked man, and starts nodding and smiling, you know, as they're saying, okay, we're going to separate. So the two chambers have to separate because this dumb thing. And while they're separated, that's the point where I was like, I'm just going to go over to my desk back now. And then, and then it was like, sure, looks like they're going to go in. And they breach the Capitol. First, they were like, they're holding them back. They're holding them back. And then the police open the barricade and yeah. let them in. Yeah. Let them in. Yeah. Um, I, I, so I was downstairs attempting to work 
Janice was upstairs administering afternoon Zoom school. The teen was in his bedroom attending Zoom school, and I would say 30 minutes into the there is a fucking insurrection happening inside the capital of the United States. Oh, I went upstairs. It, yeah, you told me you're like, I gotta go, I gotta go draw birds with the bait with the with the little one. No, that was uh that was that was during the speeches. Right. But um, you had to go for a point. Yeah, well, it, in the afternoon, I was like, I'm just going upstairs to check on people. And I got up there and Janice was like studying birds with with the five year old because you still got a five year old that you got to deal with. Uh, and I'm like, does the teen know that this is going <laughs> like he's in school in his room with the door closed? Like, do we know? And he came out at that moment and looked like he'd been hit by a fucking bus and it was like oh you know and you've been sitting in this room by yourself so me and him went back downstairs to talk because we couldn't really talk it out in front of the five-year-old and uh once we kind of got through the point he said to me i just can't believe that the republicans coup was interrupted by a more successful coup <laughs> that is Without question, uh, when you told me he said that, I was like, that is the most insightful thing I have heard throughout all of this. That is the best summary of events. It is excellent. Yeah. I mean, it is part of, I think, the reason why it was hard to find an entry point to all of this is because everything happened all at once. <laughs> like, literally... You're fucking pissed at Ted Cruz because he's a fucking piece of actual human garbage. And then in through the windows comes a whole fucking horde of human garbage. Yeah, he looked it was amazing. The timing it was he looked Ted Cruz was he was at peak Ted Cruz. He's never looked as smug. He's yeah. never looked as self-contented. And then. They all look, they all have those shit-inning grins on their faces. They're all applauding one another. And then the glass breaks. Yeah. At which point, um, it was, and it was like, what, are they on the steps? Oh, they're up the steps. Oh, are they on that little tower? Oh, they're on that tower. Are they climbing this? Oh, they are climbing the scaffolding. Oh, they've broken the windows. Oh, they're walking around the, the velvet barricades in the, the hall. Oh, they're shooting. In the Senate chamber. So they sweep out Mike Pence with the Secret Service. Yeah. Everyone drops to the floor. The, the Congress people, um, aides, everyone that works in the building, uh, the press that's locked. The doors started to get locked. People start to get these evacuation notices. Put on your evacuation hoods. Get to the tunnels. The Congress of the United States is ushered into the tunnels. And whisked away like you do when there's an armed insurrection. Yeah. So this is quite a story. So <laughs> the Congress of the United States is whisked out of the chambers. Or so, uh, some of them are trapped inside. Some of them are like in various safe rooms. There are reporters there. There's footage of um, one congressman who I guess used to be a ranger taking care of this other congresswoman who's collapsed on the floor because they're, they're hunkered down. Um, there are what are going to be famous photographs now of Capitol police barricading the, the chamber doors and firing through holes while yeah. the insurrectionists look in, they break into 
all the off, like they break into Nancy Pelosi's office. They, they scatter everything. They take mail from her desk. They go through her computer. Um, it was a, an actual, in, they fly the Confederate flag in there. They yep. replace the American flag with the Trump flag. Um, the Capitol is taken. They lose control. Yeah. Uh, for the, fucking hours. Yeah. Like, I, when it first happened, there was that moment of like, holy shit, I can't, I, I, why were they not ready for this? And then it just happened, and then it just stays that way, and you realize at some point, oh, this is, this is just how it is. Like, this is, this was allowed to happen. Let's remember in this summer, the Black Lives Matter protests that were unfolding across the country and in Washington, D.C., there were tanks in the fucking street of Washington, D.C. Yeah. They could mobilize a force if there was the will to mobilize a force and for hours absolute fucking clown ass goons wandered the goddamn halls of congress sat in the like the the speaker's chairs spat, sat in completely we lost control of congress now apparently capital the the u.s capitol police are fairly tough Apparently, they're not. Uh, they're, it's a strict. It's a. It's a. It's a firm force. So the fact that they just basically these yuhus wandered in, and bozos like people. You all saw them, lunatics, fully yeah. took over the Capitol. There's scenes of like nobody. No rubber bullets are fired. Eventually, we see a little tear gas. But not really. Very yeah, much. like a few little poof. poof. Little plumes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're all. Fun. Maybe they Some used the- it all up this summer. Maybe they don't have any more. Uh, they're escorting some of them out by the arm, helping them down the stairs. Some people, some police officers taking selfies with them. Meanwhile, no National Guard. Nothing is going on. The Senate is in hiding. The vice president, nothing from the president. He's quiet. Yeah. Um, then he he tweets something eventually that's weird. Joe Biden comes out and makes a speech that's basically like, this is fucking crazy. The president has to come out right now and tell them to stop. It was very to the point. And so the president, I guess, hears this and is like, oh, fuck. Not that he's. <laughs> and so he comes out and he gives this. Dan, the only word that just came to mind was Daffy. It's just was so dumb. He comes out, stands on the lawn and is like, I I love you. You're good. You know, I love you. Yeah. I get why you're upset. Did it is because this is a terrible thing that's happened and the election has been stolen and you're great. And I love you. I guess go home. I mean, it was no, weird. No, he, he never even said go home. What did he say? Just like, it just be peaceful. It was he just, just said be peaceful. Yeah. I, th- like, I thought there he was said no... go home at some point or just something. Uh, maybe. It was very wishy-washy. It was not like you need to disperse. He was like, 
all right, we've had a good time. And you're great people. And I'm laughing with you. Dan, you will never not convince me that was not the best day of that f- motherfucking guy's life. Like he, oh, he fucking loved, loved it. Loved it. Absolutely. He had to love every goddamn second. So this goes on for hours. Finally, apparently, Mike Pence, and God damn it, if this is the day that even makes me respect Mike Pence for even one fucking millisecond, mm, I will not be, go that far. I'm not that far, you know what I mean? But not hate him as much. Like, I guess it was, I don't know. It wasn't even that. I can't even call it that. I don't know what to call it. It's like when you watch the worst person do one mildly good thing, you're like, okay, I guess you did one basically competent thing, you dumb rat-ass motherfucker. But Mike Pence apparently takes over. And this, yeah. this, this point is incredibly important because apparently Mike Pence takes over and calls in the National Guard. Yeah. Now, because let's remember, Washington, D.C. is not a state. So it doesn't have control over a National Guard. It can't call in the National Guard. The federal government has to call in the National Guard. So I this point, I'm sure, will be debated for history now, but it seems like at this point. Mike Pence sort of takes over the government a little bit. Yeah, it seems that way. To stop the insurrection, which I believe this, this point will maybe be a factor in what will come over the next couple of days, and we'll get there. So eventually, they kind of disperse them, but those motherfuckers are fine. Like, they go back to their hotels, and they hang out in the lobby of the Hyatt, yeah. the Hyatt Grand laughing sharing facebook photos of it like they have been at disneyland all goddamn day long some of them some of them gave their names they're like here's the video of me my name and address and here i am in the i just burst into the capitol these motherfuckers okay it seems less like they were dispersed and more they finally kind of got bored yeah, like they were done. It was like they had gone to Disneyland. They're like, oh, yeah. okay, I guess maybe no, it's time to go back to the hotel, get a, get a sandwich. There was never a moment where they were forcibly removed. Because I think they were still wandering. Some of them were still wandering around while the while Congress came back. Yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I don't they, know. I mean, was, it's fucking crazy. The Capitol Police did shoot one woman dead who was there. Uh Three other people died from medical for for medical reasons of some form or another. They were not shot. I read that one person tased himself and had a heart attack. Oh, this is I mean, when we say it's a cult, it's it's never been a metaphor. It's never been. I'm just I'm just shielding my eyes as I talk now because I can't even. This is what cults do. This is apocalyptic cult behavior. Yeah. Because but they I mean, it's, were convinced, yeah. absolutely convinced that the election's been stolen. Trump told them to go get it. So they turn it and they're like, he's going to walk. He's walking with us now. That motherfucker was at home watching TV, but they're like, he's with us. He's walking. He's somewhere in this crowd. And then they went in and they're like, this is our, this is the revolution. This is our moment. This is 1776. We're, we're yeah. in here. And um, so for the most part of yesterday, Congress was just infiltrated. 
and we didn't really know what yeah. the government was. Yeah. And it was pretty easy. It was pretty easy. It was remarkably easy. Like, it, it, I imagine how the entire plot of the National Treasure movies <laughs> falls apart if you can just walk in and take shit off the walls of Congress. Which apparently you totally can. Apparently There's, you can. They're just walking around with podiums and shit. Yeah. Yeah. They just went in, took stuff, broke yeah. it all up, shot through it. Um, so apparently it's pretty easy to take the Capitol. Yeah. Apparently and, among the many things that we thought were actually laws and things that turned out to just be sort of uh, norms and wishes, the actual protection of the United States Capitol was right in there. So well, nobody's going to do it. Sometime in the evening, they very casually resume control. Again, it was not a great battle. They're just kind of like, nah, let's go. Congress shuffles back in at 8 o'clock begins where they left off now at this point slightly shaken a couple of these great patriot republicans were like um including kelly loffler that piece who, of shit who had lost her seat in between officially lost her seat in between the start of the insurrection and the end of the insurrection her seat had officially been certified in georgia so she she retreated from her stance that yeah, it was so, a rigged election at that yeah. point. And they said something like, well, we didn't think it was like that the results were wrong. We we're just kind of making a point. So only the the worst of the worst, like Cruz, et cetera, they're the only ones that are still mounting some of these. These Well, uh, let's let's not put too fine of a point on it. Cruz, et cetera, in the Senate. But when we're talking about the worst oh, of yeah. the worst, we're talking about more than half of the yeah. entire Republican caucus in the House. I forgot, Dan, because, yeah. you know, there was a lot yesterday. Also, yeah. I was attempting to go back to work to turn the book <laughs> in by midnight. Yeah. So while while there were certainly a few senators that realized, oh, shit, I'm reaping what I've sowed and I don't like it. There were uh, plenty of Republican House members more than willing to continue to stoke the lies that they were riding in to all of it. But you hey. do see, you did see some walk back. Lindsey fucking Graham. Who may have been drunk. Probably. He didn't look sober. Gave his little speech in the night. Quote, Trump and I, we had a hell of a journey. I hate it being this way. Oh, my God, I hate it. But today, all I can say is count me out. Enough is enough. I tried to be helpful. Weirdo. What? But also, just fuck these people. I mean, fuck them, but just, I am occasionally just reminded of how fucking weird they are. <laughs> just <laughs> weirdos. That. They're just weirdos. Why are they so fucking weird? So... In my personal favorite moment of this, 
So in the morning when Mike Pence gets up there and he knows Trump's going to be mad and he's mad, but he still looks a little bit smug when they stand up to give their objections. The Mike Pence of 8 p.m. is a different man because the Mike Pence of 8 p.m. as opposed to the Mike Pence of noon has spent eight hours in hiding because a whole bunch of goons, a mob broke in like the goddamn French Revolution and were running around the halls going, where's Mike Pence? Yeah. They would have beheaded him if they'd caught him. A and gallows was erected yeah. outside Congress. Yeah. And of the many things, I, I have thought about that a few different times because it was very large. <laughs> it was not like, oh, look, I found some string on the ground. Let me just quick fashion a symbolic noose. It, no. This was yeah. brought in. Yeah, they brought it. Yeah. This was made. Also, let's not, speaking of things that were made, pipe bombs were found outside both the Republican National Committee and the Democratic National Committee offices. Also, the, while this is happening, various states are having the same yeah. militia goons now invading capitals and like the governor's mansion in Washington, they put a guillotine somewhere. I forget which state it was in, but they yeah. had a fucking guillotine. So Mike Pence has spent eight hours hiding for his life, which is, I don't, the word delightful is wrong in this case, <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> I liked it. And I, I mean, he didn't get hurt, but he was scared and I'm into it because he should be. I'm fine yeah. with it. And, um, so, you know, it's not like he was hurt, I you know, but he, uh, he knew that they were walking upstairs, walking around, looking, literally for yelling, where's, where's Mike, where's Pence sitting in his chair going, where's Pence dressed like a lunatic, like lunatics anyway. Yeah. So Pence is now looking a little chastised as you might do if a mob just broke into where you work. Looking to kill you. Yeah. Just want to just pause on that sentence, Dan, just for one second to remind ourselves of where we're at. Yeah. Anyway, blood's still on the floor in the Congress when they have to reconvene. Yeah. Uh, and some of them back down, some of them go through the formalities. Uh, but they don't. Somewhere... They were originally planning on contesting, I believe, six or maybe it was eight states. They shortened that list down. And we know why. Partially what was going on because of our friend Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> Rudy calling Republican senators last night after the fucking sedition happened. Leaving voicemails saying, I want you to contest 10 states. We need you to just keep it, drawing it out so that we can get evidence together. Just draw it out. And we know this because he was trying to call Tommy Tuberville and called some other senator instead, left a fucking voicemail. Literally was like, hey, just call me back. I'm on this number all night. Here's our whole plan. Yeah. But it but it turned out they the 
a compromise of some fucking form was reached and they only contested two states, Arizona and Pennsylvania. And so at 3.15 in the morning, Eastern Time, they officially affirmed the thing that we have known for two entire fucking months. Joe Biden will become president on the 20th of January. Now, Dan, while this was all going on in that period, <laughs> say between six and midnight, a few people raised their hand and go and went, uh, we have a question. Maybe we should invoke the 25th Amendment right fucking now because um, the president. Now, all these reports, these reports from aides start coming in all the major networks that are literally the quotes are the president is, quote, out of his mind. Yeah. Wandering the halls like a deranged king can only think about the fact that he lost and how to stop it. So when your reports are simply like aides are saying he's, quote, out of his mind. Yeah. His staff begins to quit in sort of the opposite of the, of the, uh, the Saturday Night Massacre. They just start bailing like the rats off the ship. In order to keep the staff together, he has to issue some sort of apology. Twitter finally, finally, after all this time, is like, we took down some of his tweets, you know, the real insurrection-y ones where he's like, go get him. <laughs> and we've, we've locked him out for 12 hours. Now, that 12 hours has passed. And as far as I can tell, he still hasn't tweeted because I guess several people are sitting on top of him. Facebook has now banned him indefinitely. He's yep. basically Instagram been too. All the social media platforms have banned him. Twitter temporarily. Who knows what's going on? I there. mean, Facebook's was temporary too. It, literally, as we recorded, Mar like, Mark Zuckerberg issued a statement saying that it will be all the way through inauguration and potentially after as well. I would gut that Twitter will follow suit on that. I mean, they they when they suspended him for twelve hours, they said that they would, the next step would be killing his account. So. So two things start happening last night. Uh, in addition to all this, one is a talk of immediate impeachment and the other is talk of immediately invoking the 25th Amendment. Both of these things as of recording are still actively on the table. So sometime in the well. next. Huh? I mean, they're technically viable. I don't well, think they're going to happen. I'm not saying they're going to happen. Congress went on vacation this morning. Okay. I mean, so I that. don't think impeachment's going to actually happen. Dan, yesterday, somehow. Yesterday, the Capitol, the Capitol got invaded. So yes. I'm not taking anything off the table anymore, Dan. Well, I, the whole yesterday, the Capitol got invaded part. Look, yesterday, someone dressed the, as a moose. Today, <laughs> Congress goes with their previously scheduled vacation i have a hard time holding both of those things in mm -hmm. my head at the same time mm -hmm. but they're gone they're all gone so i don't know what the fuck the we're gonna draw up articles of impeachment last night was and then the well but yeah but cool they're on vacation till the 19th i have a feeling that the people that were drawing them up were not the people that are, were not the same people who thought that they should immediately go on vacation I'm sure that that is true, but the effects are the same. Right. It does not feel like impeachment. 
it doesn't feel likely. I'm just saying yeah. that those were things were being bandied about. And so yes. that means that technically they are being bandied about. Yes. Because I believe technical letters were issued or whatever, but whatever the case, the 25th Amendment stuff seems, while has a giant question mark over it, does seem like it's at least viable is a concept at this point. I don't right. know that it's going to be implemented. You have to have two thirds of the of the cabinet to go along with it. I'm sure Pence would happily do it at this point. Yeah, at this point, I mean, it never was possible before, really. But at this, you know, Pence now hates him, unfollowed him on Twitter. Um, <laughs> that also happened yesterday. Uh, so now that that now that now they're no longer BFFs, now he hates him. So that's yeah, in happened. fact, his uh, chief of staff who had been uh, at Congress with him all day was not allowed to return to the White House last night because Trump had had issued orders that he not be allowed back in. So that's a whole thing. So did we get it all done? Did we did we tick all the boxes? Oh, and then I turned in the book somewhere between 1130 and midnight and literally yeah, walked into a wall. I don't know what I did. I didn't get all the things done I needed to do, but I was it's like, here enough. it is. It's good enough. I, I can't. Yeah. Even even Oscar's work, which doesn't stop for anything by 430 or so. Everyone's like, we're just going to go like everything kind of stopped yeah. yesterday because there was a coup and the um, I think there, to me, the the question of is it done? I think there is a final coda, which is after Congress affirmed Biden's victory. Again, a thing we've known pretty clearly since the 4th of November and absolutely clearly since about the 8th of November. After that actually happened, Dan Scavino, Trump's spokesperson and former golf caddy, Issued a statement on Trump's behalf because, of course, Trump had been deplatformed from every social media platform at that point. Saying that, you know, with a caveat of, you know, stolen election, blah, 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 but that there would be, quote, an orderly transition of power. Uh, there is news since our. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Uh, from Jake Sherman at uh, MSNBC, NBC. Uh, it's a pretty big deal that Schumer has called for Trump to be removed from office. Pelosi is holding a 1 p.m. presser. Um, his, because he's bleeding staff members right now, um, it is, uh, 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 AOC is saying if the 25th Amendment is not invoked today, Congress must reconvene immediately for impeachment and removal proceedings. So, I mean, again, it's like unlikely, but um, it does look like it is possible. Well, good. It's possible good. that the 25th Amendment could be invoked at this point to at least remove him for the last. Now, Dan, We've, we've now we've tried it now everybody now some of you may have known these things already and we're just trying to go through the bullet points because remember it's not a podcast it's a coping strategy and we're just also trying to boy boy howdy Dan. now i want to play the most fun part this for me is always the sweet oh, no. sweet sweet part 
what's going on in Trump's head and what does he do next? What's happening uh, at the White House right now? Uh, I mean, this is a man who is deeply paranoid, mm -hmm. who has believed from jump that people are out to get him. Mm -hmm. And now people are out to get him. His yep. own vice president has sided against him. His former BFF, Lindsey Graham, has said that enough is enough. He is he is as isolated as he has ever been. And he knows that there is a whole bunch of fucking absolute batshit humans willing to storm the Capitol on his behalf. So it's not great. I would say what's going on in his head right now is not great. He also had to, in, in an attempt to stop bleeding staff members, say this morning or something that he's, he's like, even though I totally disagree with everything and it was rigged election, I, there'll be a, tr a peaceful transfer of power. Yeah. Yeah. But that, yeah, that was not, that was, but, that was Dan Shavino in the middle of the night last night. And yeah. that's not going to, I think that to me that, well, also fuck you saying there will be a peaceful transition of power on the same day that there was literally a fucking coup running through Congress. Yeah. That is not, you were, the ship, the peaceful transition of power ship sailed, motherfucker. You don't get to now say that there will be one after spending two months stoking insurrection, and then what do you know? Insurrection was stoked. So... You know that he, so I believe the accounts that say he is wandering the halls and he's not in his right mind because he hasn't been in his right mind for a long time. He's a malignant narcissist and now he's possibly delusional. Um, yeah. Because it does seem like he believes it, that it was all rigged against him because, because of his narcissistic tendencies his belief that failure sort of equals death or losing an election would equal kind of death to his ego. Yeah. He can't lose. No. And therefore reality and Donald Trump have parted company entirely, never having been on the best of speaking terms. <laughs> and um, he is still the president. Yeah. He sure a, is. A bunch of people left, including Mick Mulvaney this morning, a hero when we have our gallery of heroes. Um, he's just had to admit that on the 20th, it's the 20th and not the 21st, right? I keep getting this wrong. Um, 20th. Okay. He is going to lose power at noon. Um, and also Scotland's like, well, you can't come here. That's not a Scottish, uh, a Scottish accent. Let's pretend it was. It was um, uh, yeah. You know, you I don't squint. know what it was. Look, I've had a very long couple of days, Dan. You give this to me. I um, can't do a Scottish accent at all. Even though he's being forced to say slightly nice things, we are now, you know, we, we the Hitler in the bunker meme always goes around, but we kind of a little tiny bit have the Hitler in the bunker thing going on now, pretty literally, where he's more and more alone inside of a big empty building, wandering, deranged, facing loss, knowing it's coming for him. Um, and he has 13 days 
to still do shit. Does he do yeah. anything or yeah. does he just, you think, what is he, you think he's going to do something or do you think he's just going to quietly descend into madness? Maybe they medicate him and send in Mar-a-Lago. I don't think he quietly descends into madness because he doesn't do anything quietly. Mm -hmm. Right. I think that the reason that people are talking about the 25th Amendment and and for that matter, impeachment is because. He is now. He is now a bomb, not just a bomb that could go off, but that is going off. And that you need him out because he is exploding. Right. You know, it's not, this wasn't his like, oh shit, look at that. Like he's like, ooh, shit, look at that. So I can make, I can make people take the capital if I want to. Right. Like think about it. This is a man whose feedback loop has always been a tweet thing. And now on TV, people say thing I tweeted. Amazing. I do it again. Right. And now he's like, whoa, I said thing. And now people went and ran off into a building. <laughs> oh, look at that. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not great. It's not great, Maureen Johnson. But I need. I need us to not end on this. No, no, I just I can't. I can't let you go down until you give me your prediction. I need it. I don't know why. I just need it. I need it. I don't honestly, I don't hold a lot of stock in either impeachment or in the 25th Amendment. Um, I think that the next two weeks are going to be very. I mean, it's. This entire four year period has been all about never being able to gain your footing because the sands shift beneath your feet constantly. Right. Like that is part of the gaslighting that we have all been traumatized by for the last four years is never feeling like you have sure footing. And so this next two week period is similar to what we have learned to live under, which is never quite knowing when the when or if the ground is going to give out beneath you. Um, But. We know the timeline that he has to work within. And so it feels deeply unsure to me. Um, I don't have a good prediction because I think that we are in a period of time that is actually quite unpredictable. (sighs) But I don't want to end on darkness. Well, I don't think we're ending on darkness. I feel like, um, honestly, well, Dan, we're at the hour mark. <laughs> okay, okay. I just, I'm just saying that while it was shocking to watch, nothing about yesterday was surprising. Right. None of it. None of it. it in fin- if anything, I think my reaction was, "Oh, finally, there it yeah. is." This is what it's I, always been. Yeah. I mean, there was a there was a a, a pair of photos that made its way around Twitter last night um, that was Inauguration Day and yesterday. And both shots were exactly the same framing 
of being down and looking up at the Capitol. And on day the day one of the Trump presidency, you know, it's all pomp and circumstance and there's a stage and, you know, lighting and all of that. And the end day yesterday, there is smoke in the air and Trump flags. And, and it's like, oh, this is actually in my head where I thought it was going. And yet also, holy shit, this is where it went. Right. You know, like it's, it is a weird, there's a dichotomy of, well, of course. And then also Jesus Christ, you know, like it's, they are both true. But this is why I keep saying, I don't want to end on this dark note because let's flash back again to 48 hours ago when the Georgia runoff happened on the 5th of January, the runoff election of two Senate seats, both of which were needed to win to make the balance of power for the Biden administration in the Senate to have 50 Democratic senators and 50 Republican senators, which would make Kamala Harris as vice president, the tiebreaker, which means the balance of power shifts, albeit tinily, toward the Democrats, needed to win both. That felt like a long shot two months ago. And it happened. It, it happened. And, and not only did it happen, it happened quickly. We knew that Raphael Warnock was was the winner within a hour or two of the of of things closing. And Ossoff was clearly going to be uh, the winner that night, though it took a little bit longer because that that race was slightly closer. And that was as true and real a victory as you could ask for, right? The it is the result of years of organizing by black women in Georgia. Stacey Abrams obviously gets a lot of the credit. She is always incredibly forthcoming in issuing it to many, many, many folks beyond her. But just absolute tireless organizing in Georgia for years with a vision that perhaps Georgia, a deep a, a state that we have always considered to be deep red, deep south could become a democratic state and it goddamn worked. And there was like a five hour window of time in the night of the fifth that actually felt like it was good. Like things were great. And they are. Yeah. And so to me, as much as the mob storming the Capitol is a defining moment of right now, Georgia will be too. We have we have to let in that light, even as we look at the dark. And you know what, though? The Capitol was invaded by these loons. But then they also did come back and certify Joe Biden as president. It still happened. Yeah, it's still. And then. So they've lost the Senate. They've lost. Yep. They don't have that. They didn't have the House. They've lost the presidency. Yeah. And this guy also, while we were been talking, the Trump campaign lawyer who said there were a non-zero number of Republicans observing Philly vote count asked to withdraw. And the quote is client has used the lawyer's services to perpetrate a crime and the client insists upon taking action. The lawyer considers repugnant. He's lost his lawyer. 
He's losing them all. He only has Rudy, and Rudy doesn't know how phones work. So <laughs> I will love Rudy is always going to be when we do the little retrospective, we'll always have four seasons. We and will. the and the and the stuff running down his face. Look, says Huvia, it's gonna be like a weird time. Like we all know that what happened yesterday was not an I mean, hopefully. It was isolated in its scope, but that those people don't go away. No, we all know that. And a lot of you have them in your lives. I have some, I know what it's like. It makes you feel crazy. It makes you feel, it's hard to explain. Like I, it, it dwell, it, it rides through your mind. Like, I guess I've had a low, a lot of low level anxiety. Do you ever, when you have low level anxiety, then just replay various mistakes you've made just randomly like i have a couple that i just oh, run yeah. through and that's all i can think about i wake up at when, night and go when well, do my, i not my worth as a person is, is zero i have to just think about this like i did something wrong and now i'm just i, I why doesn't anyone realize that my worth is zero i was like oh that may be anxiety talking um on your half for me it is that my worth is zero. Oh, okay got it got it got it got it you know, but it, you're, it's going to be weird. But you guys, we're hanging together. The group is amazing, truly. Like, we're all in a little raft together. And we're going through the rapids, but we're all holding on, going, lean this way, lean this way. Hold on, we're going through a dip, everybody. Okay, hold on, hold on. Whoa, whoa. We're all in that raft together. Imagine, we're all holding on. Whoa. We all got helmets on, the little... Some, like a life vest, uh, Dan's in the front going, I think I see a rock. And I'm in the back going, what? A rock? Iraq? No, a rock. We're nowhere near Iraq. A rock. God damn it, Dan. What do you say? God damn it, Dan. God damn it, Dan. Just steer the fucking boat. Oh, I'm trying, Maureen, there's a rock up ahead. I'm just, oh, no, you're going to change the fucking battle, you stupid piece of shit. But no, we're going to run, we're going through the rock. We've just got the fucking battle. We just got to go forward. Shut and just, the fuck up. I signal battle. to you with, and do some signaling with my arms. Maybe that just way she can. put mm. your fucking arms on the paddle and put it in the water. Just oh. goddamn go. We're going to lean God this way. Oh, the rock is getting closer. Damn it. Damn, when I fell the other day, I kind of bruised my ass. Now, it's not really. <laughs> it's not that. It's like high up on the hip. Like, toward, like it's so it's really kind of my hip and my leg. But when I grab at it, it looks like I'm just grabbing my ass. And I, I, I'm i going to have a big old green bruise there. It's so, I hit it so hard that, you know, it takes a couple days to bruise because yeah. your, body's, your body's like, what did you just do, you giant dork? And um, turned to the book. I was so tired last night that I was staggering to bed. I said to Oscar, can you walk the die? I can't walk. So I walked, I fell into bed and then I was too tired to fall asleep Yeah, for a while. So I just lay there and I was like, I guess I'll watch this vote thing going on. So I got my phone out and I hold it in front of my face like, oh, they've just gotten to Pennsylvania. Okay. And then I passed out. I don't know what happened after that. I think I turned the phone off and I have no memory. So I must've fallen asleep immediately. Um, 
But uh, yeah. So there's probably going to be more news between now and, oh, that's probably not going to be that much. It's probably going to be a couple quiet days between now and when we record mm -hmm. on Tuesday. Um, yeah, just chill. You know, it's just chill. Maureen Johnson. Mm -hmm. It's 2021. This is our first recording of the new year. We took the 2nd of January off. We would have recorded bonus content that day, but we did not record bonus. This is the, this is how we are walking into 21. We were so happy to see 2020 gone. And now here we are again. But this is the question I'm going to pose to you every year. For the last three years, on our first recording of the new year, we have come up with our 20, we have come up with our slogan for the year. In 2018, it was to the max. Mm. 2019, it was here we go. 2020, it was grow for it. I feel like we should maybe involve the community in this decision because there's been some talk. I've seen it on Facebook. And one of my favorite suggestions was, let's try that again. <laughs> and I'm sort of into it. Um, but <laughs> let's see, what could it be? I, I, I feel like let's try that again is pretty good. Um, <laughs> it couldn't possibly be worse. Uh, is maybe one we want to try just for fun. Is it, a, um, is it, is it once more with feeling? <laughs> Um, not today, motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> I was invoking the John Mulaney uh, bit about street smarts, where you're just constantly on edge, assuming that you'll be attacked. Uh, but if you have any thoughts about this, the Facebook group is a great place to yeah to, and I'll, I'll read through this. We'll let's get more. Let's have more feedback, Dan. Read more I emails. Get some more. Uh, just bring in whatever discussions you want us to have. Because so, apparently uh, you like listening to us talk, which yeah. is still not something I understand, but. And worth <laughs> noting for people that didn't listen to our year end episode, <laughs> we are not going away on January 20th. We are sticking around. So there is lots more says who to go. But yeah, I like this idea. The 2021 slogan, you all are going to help us out with that. I'll talk to Janice. We'll get a thread going in the Facebook group with ideas and next week because things will be chill on the f whatever date that would be the 13th of January. Nothing ever goes wrong on the 13th of months. Or so maybe something like the beaches will be open by Easter. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need a bigger boat. Maybe is the actual oh, one. Oh, I like that. Anyway, we will come up with the 2021 slogan next episode. And in the meantime, Says Who is made possible by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who, where we have updated and changed and renewed 
the Patreon for another year and your support makes it all happen. There are just three levels, $1 where you're just a supporter and we thank you for it. Five bucks where you get access to the bonus content, which is basically weekly every Sunday, most every Sunday. And at 10 bucks, you get that bonus content. And every month you get the sticker that we will make special only for you as a member of the Says Who Sticker Club. And Maureen Johnson, I just made some Says Who via Bureau of Records Certificate of Authenticities that will go with those stickers. Ooh. And they are beautiful and amazing. That makes good stuff. I am especially proud of this one. So uh, that is a 10 bucks. Says Who... The Patreon at patreon.com slash says who our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Our logo was designed by Darth. You can contact us at says who podcast on Twitter. You can email at Hey, that is H E Y at says who podcast.com. You can join the discussion on Facebook where seriously, these people are fucking amazing. Yep. Just looking out for each other all the time. Some says Whovians have come down with COVID and people have been checking in on them and taking care of them. And it's just incredible. Uh, Facebook at slash group slash says Whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. You want to join the fan run discord server where last night, while all the shit was going down, they watched coping movies together. You can visit tinyurl.com slash says who discord. And in any way, spread the word, subscribe, please leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And you can join us next Wednesday, January 13th, to discuss a week where nothing will have happened. No, I'm sure. No, the good part is that luckily between now when we're recording and Tuesday, it's going to go pretty quiet. So, and also we'll be recording bonus content. So. Right. So it's going to be, I, we just want to apologize in advance because next week's episode is probably going to be, be so chill. It's probably going to be boring. Well, we will get to debut the 2021 slogan. So that's mm. exciting. Yeah. January 13th. Talk about some TV we've watched. Mm. I have to watch a movie this afternoon, actually, because have I'm going to. Yes, because I'm going to be on, um, Jeffrey Craner and Cecil Baldwin from Night Vale have a horror movie podcast. Oh, man. And uh, I'm going to be on it and I have to quick watch the movie because I didn't have time yet. And I was like, maybe could I just, I don't know if I'm going to have time to watch the movie, guys, uh, <laughs> because there was a coup yesterday and I turned to my book. And so they pushed it back by three hours. So I'll quick watch the movie, the horror movie. <laughs> nice. So that's exciting. I get to watch TV. That is exciting. Two hours. That's going to be like two hours of TV. It's pretty, I'm, are you that's allowed to sit time. and watch TV for two hours? Yeah, you are, especially the day after a coup. Dan, I finished three books last year. and You I really sure fe- did. You I are really, a fucking machine. I really felt like I didn't do anything. Yeah, but you did a lot. I think I just realized that it was busier than I thought it was. Yeah, I had that realization last week where it was like, oh, that was actually a very busy year. Yeah. But it's a new year. Says Huvia, we we'll are a, here we're with here. you. Yep. And we will see you on Sunday for bonus episode on Patreon. And we will see you next Wednesday, January 13th for our next episode. And from my basement here in cold Chicago, I am Dan Sinker. Uh, 
another possible slogan, into the tunnels. That was, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll work on it. There's a, there is a part of me that just wants to rip straight from Frozen 2 and say into the unknown. I have not seen Frozen 2. It's a good song. So, well, anyway, from the tunnels here in New York City, where nothing's going on and everything's fine. By the way, also a little newsflash that came through while we were on is that along with Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, Shopify has just dumped the official Trump online store. (laughs) I'm Maureen Johnson. And this has been Says Who? Uh, We could have called it Says Coup. That just occurred to me right now. Oh, title, title, title. Yeah. Oh. That is the title. Oh.